Hey folks, welcome to Paths to Restoration. I'm Ed Szeski, the author of Reconnect, Spiritual Restoration from Digital Distraction. And this is the podcast where we talk about the ways spiritual formation can save us from digital formation today. Just a couple of quick uh, program notes. <laughs> I guess we've been doing this long enough that we have to do a little of that. Um, there are some interviews in the works, and so hopefully those will be coming out soon. And I'll I'll try to you know keep up the you know kind of weekly check in um, you know podcast if if we don't have an interview uh, going on, but those are those are in the works. Uh, my books Reconnect and Fleety Silent Prayer are both currently two ninety nine on Amazon. That's for Lent for this year. We're we're doing that. So if you want to grab those books for a lower price, now is the time to do it. Um, and yeah, so, uh, and I'm also going to be looking into sponsorship, uh, opportunities too, on the podcast here, just a way to make this a little more sustainable. So, uh, we'll see if, if it's not something that like makes sense, it is natural, then we won't do it. So, okay. On to the podcast today. So, uh, the thing that I'm thinking about this week, and I'm trying to like work a little bit more in like thematic topics. So I'm not creating like three or four different things each week. I'm like, you know, taking one idea and looking at it from a couple different angles. Uh, so the thing this week I've been thinking about a lot, and I've sent a newsletter about this today as well, if you want to see it in that form, uh, hopefully you're a subscriber. Actually, I just sent it out, so sorry. But there is a newsletter out where I'm talking about the sense of feeling like we're in crisis mode. And that's where I've felt like I've been for, I mean, my gosh, I mean, this pandemic, right? You're just like, checking the news all the time for, um, you know, vaccine updates or new variant updates, or, I mean, honestly, just what kind of crazy stuff, you know, Trump was tweeting about when he could tweet before his, uh, Twitter account got put in permanent timeout. Um, you know, you're just kind of waiting for like horrible things to happen. I mean, even, you know, since the 2016 election, I feel like I've been in a sense of like high alert, just, you know, waiting for, bad things to happen. And like, honestly, like right now, you know, we're not out of the woods in a lot of ways. I mean, there's a lot of uh, rise in kind of anti-democratic authoritarianism in America. There's still, you know, climate change is looming. Um, there isn't a lot of political will to deal with it either. Um, you saw people sharing crazy stuff about the Florida power outage being because of frozen windmills. I mean, it's like, you know, we're surrounded by all this like bad faith, crazy stuff in the face of really, really harrowing problems, um, you know, you're kind of waiting for the adults to show up and take over. And it's like, where are the adults? You know, so you can, you can get into this cycle, I think of, you know, checking the news or checking social media for updates on, you know, this crisis and, you know, and there's kind of a valid reason for that because we're learning new stuff about the virus every day. We're learning new things about fighting climate change every day. There's little steps and advances being taken up. Uh, but the reality too, is that we also have the news media, uh, just kind of the ad driven news media platform does require our attention. They, they require that kind of agitation and fearfulness. And so a crisis mode works really good. You know, the, the head of CBS had said in the, about the 2016 election about Trump, that he's terrible for America, but he's great for CBS. Right. So it's like, the worse things are, the more we're kind of glued, <laughs> we're glued to like news outlets. And, you know, the headline writers have incentives to, you know, up their 
their views uh, because they're getting pressured to, you know, get more engagement, get more people watching and listening. And so uh, the more dangerous things seem, uh, the more extreme or whatever uh, makes whatever makes you worried. Uh, that's what they're going to put out there. So that's the state we're in right now. And, you know, I feel like we could almost get into a long term crisis mode. Um, and in a sense, like that's, I can see the, you know, the validity of that feeling, but we also need to find a way to find some stability. And so I've been, that's what I've been working on. I mean, I've been working on that for years with reconnect, but, uh, especially in this, this year kind of post inauguration, I feel like we at least have, you know, someone who's not going to tweet crazy stuff <laughs> in the midst of a pandemic. Right. So that's, that's a step in the right direction, but, um, you know, how do we create this space for our spiritual practices uh, when we are living in a time of crisis? Like, you know, this is this is big stuff. This is the future of our planet. This is, you know, hundreds of thousands of people, you know, dying, and then, you know, un unknown, you know, decades now where we're going to have health implications of of the coronavirus in people's bodies and you know, uh, weakened lung capacity or whatever, um, you know. It's big stuff. I should probably stop saying all the bad things. <laughs> I don't want to make things worse for you. But uh, you know, in the midst of this this crisis, you know, how do we stay informed? How do we stay involved in ways that we can help while also creating a spiritual grounding for ourselves? So, a few of the things that I've been thinking about uh, for this year, you know, things I've been practicing over the years, but also things that I've been maybe modifying or tweaking. Um, you know, one thing lately for, for Lent has been taking my like daily use of social media down from like 20 minutes a day to 10, which feels like nothing. Like it just like flies by. I have no idea like what's going on on social media. People probably think I'm dead uh, at this point. So um, it feels like nothing, but that feels like I, I my time was kind of creeping back up. There were some days where I'd like up my limit just to kind of keep an eye on what was happening with developments with different stories, you know, the insurrection or whatever on January 6th. Uh, so kind of ramp, ramping that back down, uh, you know, better, better boundaries there. And it definitely feels like I'm not as plugged into that franticness and reactiveness. Uh, I'm also setting my self-control blocker um, that blocks, like you can set whatever sites you want to block, but it's basically blocking social media for me. Um, so once I, that's set for like about like a 23 hour period most days. And that's really like something where, uh, you know, if I have like 20 minutes of social media a day, I can kind of check throughout the day and my timer will kind of keep track of that. And then when my 20 minutes are up, it'll let me know that I should be doing something else. Uh, what my blocker does, self-control blocker is that basically I give myself 10 minutes, um, without spreading it out very much. And then I, I'm like off social media then for like. 23 hours or whatever. Uh, so it's, it's bigger chunks of time, uh, off social media too. Uh, the other, you know, things I do just to kind of help me stay out of the social media instant feedback <laughs> loop is, you know, using apps like later and buffer. So I can still post things if I think of something, uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of pictures, a lot of, uh, pastel drawings on Instagram lately. Uh, so I'm using the later app to send those up there. Um, no idea what people are, are saying about it, but um, I'm putting stuff out there. So, <laughs> uh, you know, other things that I've been doing lately just to kind of get out of that 
vigilance of emergency mode is, you know, leaving my phone at the charging station. Um, I have my desk set up to where there's like a, a shelf that's out of eyesight where I can kind of like hide my phone. Uh, so like little things just to like, you know, not carry my phone around constantly and not constantly have my eyes glued to what's the latest headline or breaking news report. Um, and speaking of which, um, you know, I have, I have the Washington post app. I paid money for a subscription just to get away from the ad driven ecosystem online of, of sites like CNN, you know, still like, it's not like, it's not like fake news, but it's, I, I wouldn't say that, but I think there's more incentive to be a little bit more, um, to make things sound a little bit more dire in their headlines, uh, to kind of go for like the hardest angle, uh, the biggest crisis, you know, like that's, you know, if, if, if it's ad driven, there's more incentive there. So anyway, so I'm, I'm paying for my Washington Post subscription, but I, I really am trying to, for this season, just skim the headlines, kind of get an, a big picture overview. If I need to read an article, I, I allow myself one article per day and, um, that's, you know, the max, uh, and then, you know, kind of the flip side of, you know, like all these boundaries, right? So you need something like positive to do. So you're not just sitting around thinking about what's going on in the news, what, you know, what's on my phone. <laughs> so I'm, I'm working on more art. So I've been buying, I bought a new journal. Um, some family members got me some new, uh, pastel paper for Christmas. So, you know, I've, I've been doing more artwork, more sketching and, you know, doing, doing things that increase my capacity to pay attention to the world around me, to, to notice details, uh, you know, things that keep me present in the moment. And I feel like these are good disciplines that kind of translate well also to spirituality, to, to prayer, that it's, you know, an investment in a longer term process and not a quick hit, uh, that it takes discipline and, and presence and time. And there, there isn't that immediate um, affirmation that there, there's something deeper and longer and, and harder about it. And so uh, those are the things that I'm trying to uh, invest a bit more in just to kind of get a better handle on my time. Uh, obviously, you know, the, the perhaps the unspoken thing that shouldn't be unspoken is that like, yes, like this, this also makes it easier to pray that I'm, you know, staying far away from my computer, my phone and social media first thing in the morning. That's been for a while now um, practice for me that helps me just wake up and, and pray and have just really good attention for that time. Like my brain still is spinning off all kinds of, <laughs> all kinds of thoughts and stuff, but, uh, there's a lot less up there in my head to untangle if I'm not immersed in social media or the news or just whatever, whatever's on my phone. Um, yeah. So those are a few things that I am working on, uh, lately to kind of get out of uh, emergency mode to get out of the constant vigilance, waiting for things to go wrong. And, you know, it's a process, like let's not kid ourselves that we can flip a button or flip a switch here to make things better. You know, we, we have to work at these practices. We have to make space for them. And, you know, in the early you know week or two of Lent, there were a couple of days where I, I wanted to, <laughs> you know, see what people were talking about, or I wanted to read opinions of people on, on Twitter, there were, you know, experts or writers or, you know, people that I was, was interested in reading. And so I definitely went over my, my target time of 10 minutes. And there was a part of me that was like, oh, you already screwed this up. Like you should, you know, you should just pack it in. Don't even bother with this stupid, you know, limit. You can't even hack it. And like, I've done this before. I know I can do it. And 
yet, you know, I had created uh, kind of like a new pattern in my life, so new habits of of kind of getting on and, and going from expert to expert or reading story to story or, you know, scanning through headlines and reading different opinion pieces or whatever. And, you know, those aren't necessarily bad things, but I think that we can immerse ourselves in that and get kind of carried away. And so that's, that's what I felt. And that's not something that you can, you know, revert back to whatever normal is instantly. It takes, it takes time. It's a process. And so uh, I've stuck with it. And so it's gotten better, you know, week by week, but, you know, there were definitely, you know, in the first couple of weeks here, like it was, it was hard. And so however much this is ingrained in your life or has become a habit, you know, expect a struggle, expect some days to feel like a failure. Uh, but if you're trying it, then that's, that's good. That's a step. And so, you know, you can, you can build small victories, you know, you can build in those small victories and kind of make progress forward. And, you know, and these are all good lessons to learn in spirituality and spiritual practices of, you know, building up your capacity for silence and to your, you know, your capacity to sit still before God, to sit for three minutes, five minutes, you know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes um, in silence. Um, that's a process and it, it takes time to uh, learn how to, to fend off your thoughts or to at least, um, you know, put them aside. Uh, it's, it's not an, it's not an easy thing to just jump into and expect instant results and instant, um, you know, instant changes in your life. So it, it's a process and this is something that we're, you know, it's, it's gardening is a great metaphor for all this stuff that it's, it's, you know, we're sowing these seeds, we're preparing the soil, whatever, you know, we're, when we're kind of coming out of a, a season, uh, to start a new season, that's, that's the most disruptive and difficult time. And you don't see the fruit right away. So um, got my kids coming upstairs now. So uh, that's that's it for this episode of Paths to Restoration. And um, we will be in touch soon with, with some interviews coming up in March. And uh, we'll also keep up with the podcast in March too. Thanks so much for stopping by. Have a great day.